A very good evening, everyone, and a Merry Christmas to you all. As we come to celebrate this Christmas, we know it has been a different year. Now, those of you who remember who we were here last year at the same time, no one thought our year is going to be as it is today. But we know in all the fact that we are still here, God has been so kind to us. So as we come celebrate this Christmas, what should be our mind? What's the message we should be taking over from the, the readings today? I was told of a story of two brothers. They decided to go and spend Christmas with their grandparents. Because we know grandparents always give the best gifts. So these boys, when they spend a night with their grandparents, so then time came to go to bed, so they wanted to impress their grandparents. They said, Grandma and Grandpa, let's do night prayers together. Grandpa said, okay, that's new. Let's do it. So they begin praying. So the young one begins saying, Dear God, I pray that tomorrow morning Santa Claus may come. Let him bring for me a playing station, a mountain bike, and a telescope. And he's doing this prayer is so loud and shouting. So his brother leans and says, Why are you shouting? God is not deaf. He says, but grandma is. So as we come today to celebrate each other, the first gift we have to celebrate today is the gift of Christ himself. It's the first gift we have to unwrap. That a child is born for us. A child is given us. The first read from Isaiah is a prophecy of this child. At the end of the 8th century BC, the great kingdom of Israel was divided. The kingdom of David was divided. The ten tribes in the north and the two in the south. And what happened, the kingdom of Assyria was a superpower by then. So they came and destroyed the entire northern kingdom. They took with men and women, those who were strong, they took them to exile. Then they left, they left the young ones who can fight, defend themselves behind. They came and brought salt and put it in the entire land to make sure nothing should ever grow here again. That's how brutal they were. So seeing all this, the shedding of this blood and the crying, Isaiah gets a prophecy. He says the people who walked in darkness, but the biggest darkness they had is they could not worship God anymore as they knew. That was the greatest darkness they had. So Isaiah in this prophecy says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Yes, it is still sad, it's so gloomy. He says, yes, the light has come. Why is the light there? Not because it's present, but a child will be born. And this child is the one to bring things back to normal. I bet, I bet all of us we're saying, when are things going back to normal? We ask that question a lot. During this time of the pandemic, I believe all of us has been a moment of darkness because we, some of us have been so lonely, others have been alone, others cannot have their normal life, and me as a priest who has been doing anointing for the COVID patients, the thing they've been always telling me, Father, I'm afraid of dying alone. I had that over and over again, and I could see the sadness of their relatives who even can't come in into the room to be with them. So all of us, we can identify with this darkness. And sometimes we get stuck with each other for so long, 
beginning illustrating each other. I remember the time when the COVID became, came, Father Todd thought it was a great idea for all of us to have meals every day. It worked for the first two weeks, we said, no, this is too much being, being together. Take a break from this. So we know that we've been hiding through so many uncomfort zones. So in this darkness, what is happening? This Christmas, Jesus is teaching us today that a child is born, the child of hope, the child of a new beginning. This child is Jesus Christ. That famous song you know by Thomas Jones, What Child Is This? So the question I'm going to ask you today, we all of us have the manger in our house we work for Christmas. Is it just a statue for you? It should take you to that journey of what happened. Which chi- what child is this? It's a child, Isaiah is telling us that to us, a son is given. What does Isaiah call him? Wonder Counselor, Prince of Peace, God Hero. Those are titles he's giving this child. And that's why in the gospel today, we see that child. Luke begins this gospel by giving us Caesar Augustus as the background for this child. So those who remember your history, Caesar Augustus was known as the one who brought peace in Rome, in Roman Roman Empire. But that peace didn't even last. Because the moment he left power, he died, those who came after him, they messed up things. There was violence and bloodshed all the time. But Isaiah is telling us, this child that Luke is talking about today is the Prince of Peace. He brings peace by not shedding blood. He brings peace by shedding his own blood. So that's why as we come to celebrate this Christmas, I always ask the parishioners, what is the greatest feast to celebrate in a church? What's the most important feast? It's not Christmas. It is Easter. And the second is Pentecost. Christmas is third. So as we come today, what happens in the gospel? When the child is born, which child is born is a son of David, a descendant of David. It doesn't surprise us that the message comes first to the shepherds because David was a shepherd. So when the message comes to the shepherds, they receive the message. These shepherds, the same shepherds, used to look after the lambs that were sacrificed every day in the temple. So Luke is telling us the son of the shepherd who is going to be the lamb that took away the sins has been born. And therefore they go out with joy to say, this is the child we've been waiting for. So that's why we see, Luke begins by telling us the census that happened. Back in the time, the census happened for two reasons. One, to know the tax base. Who's going to be taxed? Secondly, how many people are eligible to serve in the military? But there was a, re- a third reason that season knew. They wanted to know who are the descendants of David who will claim to be the king of the Jews. So they're keeping track of them. So when Luke tells us these events that happen in history and time, he says, this is all God's making. That's why Mary and Joseph make their journey back to Bethlehem where David was born and raised, making that connection, the child of of David. So when Christ is born, we see what does he desire most? To be born in our hearts. 
This first thing is to be born in our hearts. We all know people were suffering. We all have a rough time during the pandemic, that some have it even harder than most. This Christmas, so many people are so lonely. We are here celebrating the great news. When you hear the radio, what are they saying? Joy to the world. True, the joy is there. It's beginning to look like Christmas, all these songs. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Not to some people, it's not. So Christ is asking us, for you have received me in your hearts, now take me to your world, like the shepherds did. That's the first message he's asking us this Christmas. Take me into your world to meet those who need me most. And secondly, he's inviting us to experience him as Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So during this time of the pandemic, it's tough time, is reminding us. He has come to dispel the darkness, and he is Emmanuel, remaining with us forever. So let's ask God today, as we celebrate this Christmas, as things, asking when are things going back to normal again, he's telling us, I am Emmanuel, and this darkness won't live forever. The Lord be with you.